cliffcentral.com. All right. Well, let me introduce or reintroduce someone who was a former co-host on the Casper radio show here on cliffcentral.com, a drag artist, a professional makeup artist, and a hairstylist, someone who's a friend of the show, friend of our family. He's been part of our, our existence here at Cliff Central for a long, long time. Bernard Bass, a.k.a. Betty Bangles. How's it, Bernard? How are you? Hello, guys. Hi, Gareth. Nice I'm to fanta- see you. Thank you. It's very early. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen you in such a long time, and um, I believe you're emigrating. I believe you're actually leaving South Africa. You're going somewhere else. And we're going to yes. We're going to talk to Dr. Hanan about this. So, first of all, where are you going? Uh, New Zealand, Auckland. Okay. New Zealand, yeah. Is Betty Bangles going with you, or are you just going as Bernard? She's coming in a container, so about three months later. <laughs> um, I couldn't get a plane ticket for her. So, <laughs> Rick is too big for the uh, for airplane, so yeah, she's coming in a container. But yeah, I'm definitely going to continue with shows there as well. Awesome. Okay, so let's not, uh, let's not get into a whole uh, thing about you yet, because we've got Dr. Hanan on, and, and you want to talk to him about something very specific, which I think is probably something a lot of people have felt when they announce to their friends and family that they are going to another country. And and I've had this conversation with friends of mine who've who've left, friends of mine who've been thinking about leaving, friends of mine who've come back. And there's a huge amount of judgment attached to all of this, right? And that's what you want to talk to Dr. Hanan about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, every time you, you mention to someone like, uh, okay, I'm leaving. And the first question is like, why? Yeah. I'm like, First, like, wh- why do I need to explain to you why? I mean, it's like my per- own personal reasons. And also, I mean, um, with everything happening in the country, so that's a motivation of going, but that's not all a uh, reason. I mean, you're going for new experiences and m- new opportunities. And sure. so, yeah. And in, very, I happen to think for the record, it's very brave, but let, let's see what Dr. Hanan has to say about this. You can actually ask him because you're the one who's had to deal with this stuff. And, and maybe you've got some specific questions that you think he can help with. So here he is. Dr. Hanan, how's it? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Awesome. So, uh, Doc, we were just talking to, to Bernard. He's about to emigrate to New Zealand. There's a lot of judgment and there are a lot of people who have, um, lots to say, even if they have or haven't moved themselves, if they've got the opportunity to go and do something new. And then, of course, there's the stress of, of moving in the first place. Bakabantu moved house over the weekend and, uh, and Bernard's moving to a whole new country. So, um, Bernard, do you want to go, go ahead and ask uh, Dr. Hinan some questions? Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's a specific question, but yeah, how, how do you, how do you deal with that magnitude of change? Um, I, like someone asked me, like, how can you just leave your family behind? And it's almost like they, in their question, they asked, like, did you not think about your family? But I mean, that's the whole struggle from the start that you start thinking about something like this. It's something that's in your mind the whole time. Like, I'm leaving my mom behind. I'm leaving my sister behind. You're leaving your career behind. So mm-hmm. it's, it's something you fight with yourself, um, the whole time. And then these people just jumping in, that's got nothing. They don't know your life and asking you stupid questions like, but how can you just back up and go? Yeah. What do you yeah. say, Doc? Must be pain in the ass to deal with these people. So there's a couple of things. Number one, leaving is incredibly difficult because it requires an element of letting go and grief. 
because you're not leaving all bad. You're leaving some good, whether it's family, friends, familiarity, a history behind. And letting go of that requires you to grieve what is gone and to accept what it is and what's new for you. And I say to people, you know, sometimes life puts you on the fence and you have a choice between easy and easy. And sometimes life puts you on the fence and you have a choice between easy and difficult. And those are great choices too, because you just pick the easy one. But sometimes life puts you on the fence and the choice that you have is between difficult and disgusting. And you have to make a really tough choice because you don't have an easy choice. There's no easy way out, but you've got to make a choice that's kind to the future version of yourself. So imagine yourself in a year's time, in two years time, in five years time, in 10 years time, looking back at this moment. And I want you to say to yourself, I'm glad I did. So what decision would allow you to say, I'm glad I did. And I always tell people when you are leaving something big, whether you're leaving and choosing a different country or you're leaving and choosing a different relationship or leaving and choosing a different job, try to always have a push from a place and a pull to another place because then the regret is very minimal. But at the very least, have one. Either have a pull or a push, a great pull and a great push. And people move for different reasons. And it's not for us to judge why people move jobs, why people move relationships, or why people move countries. And I always say to people, you know, we compete against everybody else, uh, but the reality in life, and this is a motto that I live by, that the race is long, but it's only with yourself. you got to contend and you've got to answer only to yourself at the end of the day. So people have opinions, people have judgments, people will call you a traitor, people will call you, well, you're leaving what's good behind and try to convince you why you should stay on the fence or at least stay on their side of the fence. But I urge you to make decisions. And I would rather people live making the wrong decision than live on the fence and not live at all. Because on the fence, nothing happens. At least when you get off the fence, you get feedback, you can autocorrect, get feedback and autocorrect and eventually make it right. So make a decision and base it just on what's right for the future version of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something that um, that the whole thing that I thought with myself about, like, should I go? Should I not go? And then I just decided, like, I need to go and try. If I don't go, I'm always going to wonder, what if? I'd rather go and make a mistake and come back than wonder for the rest of my life. No question. You know, Bernard, the, the, I always tell people in life, everything is fixable except regret. When I see patients in my office and they say to me, I wish I did, I wish I could have, I wish I didn't, I wish, I wish, I wish. Well, that's nothing that we can actually do anything about because that's in the past that's done. And I always say to people, live life to the absolute fullest make mistakes, you know, like how do we treat kids? We don't say to the to the child, you know, don't try, don't get on the jungle gym, don't fall, don't mm. do this. Don't do we actually encourage yeah. a child to go out and experience and experiment and go on adventures because that is how we grow up and that is how we learn. And life is all about an adventure. So I commend you for doing that. <clears throat> Thank yeah, you. I think that's a good point. And, you know, you must have thought about this long and hard. It's not like you made a split second decision and now you're off to New Zealand. I mean, it's a very tough choice. It's probably one of the hardest things that anyone can choose in their life, as Dr. Hanan said. But it bothers me as much as it seems to bother Bernard that there are all these people who are not actually involved in the decision and do not benefit or lose anything that are all super judgy. 
Where do you think that comes from, Dr. Hanan? And, and how much attention should you pay to those people? Well, I'll start with the second one. You should pay zero attention because they're not your, they shouldn't be your instrument that you calibrate you. You know, the number one mistake that people make is we lean on compasses that are broken. Imagine being in a, in a forest and lean on a broken compass. How are you going to get your way out? And another, and a metaphor for a compass is broken individual. So imagine I have a fight with my wife and I lean on my best friend for advice, but this particular individual has had four divorces and cheated on every single one of his girlfriends. And I'm leaning on him to compass my life, to give me direction. No need for you to bring me into this. So don't need a broken compasses. I mean, ask yourself, are these the right people to guide me out of this forest? And if the answer is no, then do you, you should place value, zero value on that. As I said, the race is long and it's only with yourself. Make a decision that's based on what you would be proud of in a year, two years, five years from now. Don't listen to anybody else. Yeah. But also, I mean, if, if I look at all the people that's negative about my decision, not one person that's actually in my life or that I care about or that cares about me, well, I hope, um, made any negative remarks. Exactly. They, they will ask exactly. me, what's your reasons? But it comes from a loving, loving, Concern. yeah. Um, all the people that's like negative about it or like attacking me, it's like people that don't know me at all. It's either a, a Facebook friend or a stranger in, in like a coffee shop that you heard that I'm leaving. So it's no one that actually yeah. knows me. You know what's really nice about uh, something like emigrating is that you can just get rid of a whole bunch of those people in one fell swoop. <laughs> but there's new no. ones, Garrett. There's new ones where you go. Yeah. Then don't make the mistake of making new ones. Yeah. And when you go over to New Zealand, they're going to be a bunch of people who hate you because you're South African. And for that reason alone. I mean, uh, but you know what? One of my, one of my favorite comedians, um, and I was just thinking about you now and specifically your your line of entertainment um, is a South African who moved to New Zealand many years ago. She, she, in fact, she has a New Zealand accent, but she has a South African perspective. And because of that, her entertainment is so rich. Um, you know, just being born in New Zealand, you're not going to have the richness of culture that she has and experience and storytelling. Um, and I, I think it's such an advantage if you're looking at pushes and pulls for someone like you who can use their, their knowledge and base of South Africa and South African culture and yeah. everything that you've amassed over the years and apply it to um, a country that hasn't had much um, history that's, that's similar to ours. So it's, it's a big chance for you. You know, and, and, and Bernard, you know, I'll ask, I mean, have you ever had any criticism with regards to your career choice? Have you ever had any criticism with regards to your relationship choice? Have you ever had any criticism from anybody? Never. regarding? I mean, exactly. That's not going anywhere. You know, in life, a third of people will love you, a third of people will criticize you, and a third of people will appreciate you for only what you can do for them. And that ratio doesn't change. Wherever yeah. you are I mean, in life, that ratio doesn't change. There were two vomit emojis in the comments earlier because I'm a drag artist, so... Exactly. Right no, but that's not the compass that you should listen to. Exactly. Don't, that's not the compass that you should base yeah, your decisions yeah. on. You live life and you live it for yourself. You know, you do things that resonate with your own spirit and be kind to your future self. No, absolutely. Uh, All right, Bernard, well, you can, like, just to add, like, just to add Bernard, sorry, Gareth, uh, just to add Bernard, uh, real people who care about you, even if you go and come back or you go and succeed, uh, real, pep, real people don't tell you, I told you so, real people catch you when you fall. That's right. true. There we go.
That makes a yeah. lot of sense. Well, you're going to stick around with us uh, for the next hour anyway, Bernard, because we want to catch up on, on the last couple of years when we haven't seen you. I want breakfast. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Room service. <laughs> again, you've, you've dropped in a couple of interesting things. Just break those thirds down again. A third of the people don't we'll care about you. Irrespective. A third of people will hate you irrespective, and a third of people only like you because of what you could do for them. So right. that, and that ratio doesn't change. doesn't matter whether you become black or blue or green or yellow, that ratio doesn't change. So you might as well live your life for yourself. Very good. If, if I could right. just squeeze in one more thing quickly. Um, Gareth, you know I have family who moved to Australia. Um, Years ago. Who, yeah, uh, largely due to uh, crime, racism, et cetera. And um, <laughs> what I find interesting, just an update, because, you know, I give you these little updates every now and then. Yeah. Um, uh, they had two South African born children when they moved and then had one Australian child when they were there. And this Australian child is now nearly 20 years old. And, uh, she introduced her boyfriend to the family the other day and he's black. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's the thing. It's like we can't we can't leave because of racism. I mean, there's different races everywhere. If you look at uh, people I'm on a group on Facebook of people moving, or like some people like expats, um, it's a horrible word. Uh, if you see the people that come back, go on their profiles. It's normally people that post like. Where can I find the same as Mrs. Bulls? Where can I find the same as yeah. this? Where, why the fuck did you leave if you want the same? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll carry on talking to Bernard, but thank you, Dr. Hanan. We'll catch up with you in a week's Later, time. Guys. See you next awesome. week. Bye. Dr. Hanan Boshkin and uh, our, our weekly check-in with the shrink. I like it. Cliffcentral.com.